Ah, spring. Nothing like the world progressing towards summer to inspire your own progress. That's what life's all about, in your career, relationships, and your finances. Let's talk about that last one. With the Chime Secured Credit Builder Visa Credit Card, it's easy to start building credit with everyday purchases and regular on-time payments with no annual fees or interest. So your weekly grocery run can feel even more productive, and that morning coffee can taste like a little victory. And if your credit scores grow, so could your opportunities to get lower rates on loans, like for a new ride or finally having a home to call your own. Sounds like progress, right? With Chime's Secure Credit Card, you can start improving your credit scores right away. Get started today at chime.com build. That's chime.com build. Chime feels like progress. The Chime Credit Builder Visa Credit Card is issued by the Bancorp Bank N.A. or Stride Bank N.A. members FDIC. Out-of-network ATM withdrawal and OTC advance fees may apply. Terms and conditions apply. Go to chime.com disclosures for details. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Did you know 77% of women who wear bladder weakness products experience intimate skin irritation? As if having incontinence wasn't stressful enough. But Tenna Intimate Pads have been gynecologist tested and do not cause skin irritation. Gentle on my intimate skin. I need to try Tenna Intimate Pads. Visit TennaSample.com for your free sample. Kind to skin protects like Tenna. Cedar Point's Frontier Festival is back and brimming with new flavor. From May 26th through June 19th, this Old West-inspired street fest will fill Cedar Point with live bands, nightly hoedowns, and a hubbub of family activities. Yup, you'll find wheelbarrows packed with sunflowers and characters straight out of the frontier. But you'll also discover 25 cherry-inspired dishes and over 65 cocktails, seltzers, and beers. Get all the fixins plus savings to boot with the Frontier Festival Bundle, which includes admission, parking, and a tasting card. Only at Cedar Point we're here with the folks at Capital Funding Group, which their website is cfgfunds, with an S, dot com, cfgfunds.com, and they've been providing commercial loans nationwide for over 25 years. Let's go ahead and get a full overview with my guest at this time, the managing partner at Capital Funding Group, Clay Townsend. Thanks for joining us. Good morning. Capital Funding Group, now you specialize in a number of types of real estate loans. Just quickly overview of what those are. Purchases, refinances, long-term fixed rate mortgages, bridge loans, pure equity-based loans, construction loans, equity and JV participation, mezzanine loans, discounted debt transactions, and distressed portfolio purchases. I'll start with you, Clay. You want to just take us through exactly what CFG Funds is all about. Take us through an overview of what the company sure. entails. Yeah, absolutely. So, uh, you know, what we're focusing on these days is, uh, you know, obviously the cannabis industry uh, went through a period there where it was difficult, if not impossible, to get uh, any kind of institutional type financing, uh, whether it was for a grow operation, a dispensary, uh, you know, farming, whatever it was, uh, was really, really tough. Uh, we're starting, fortunately, to come out of that time a little bit. And while it's, you know, pretty impossible to get bank financing, um, it is uh, very accessible right now to get private money financing, 
private money financing, which is somewhere in between what you would get with a traditional bank versus what you had to do, you know, back in the day where you had to go to your uncle and tap him for X amount of dollars. And, you know, he writes you a check, you put together a little contract on the back of a napkin and there you go. But uh, we're in between there. We, uh, we focus on larger transactions. Um, you know, if they're local, we'll do smaller deals, you know, in the, you know, one or two million range. But our, our strong preference is to do deals from five million and up, you know, all the way up to 500 million. Um, there is a large amount of capital out there for, for strong real estate related cannabis deals. Um, we don't, we don't get involved in startups. We don't get involved in, uh, you know, newbies. We don't get involved in a lot of things where there's no real estate involved. Um, pretty much all of our transactions are with large, experienced operators, growers, uh, vertically integrated cannabis firms who take it all the way through, you know, through farming, all the way through dispensaries. Um, and the larger loan amounts is pretty much where we live. I've had a chance to talk on some of the numerous programs here on the network about real estate, but never really took the time to really understand the options available for cannabis business owners and for those looking to get into the space to understand what they can do since we do not have a full federal legalization in place yet. And we're waiting for several different pieces of legislation to be passed, which would help offer relief. But in the meantime, there are two main types of financing options available to cannabis business owners. That is debt funding and equity funding. What can you tell me about the financing options that you provide and an understanding of what what works for each sector? So the vast majority of what we do, you know, probably 95% of what we do is real estate oriented. Um, we occasionally will do some equipment financing if it's on the higher end for existing cash flowing businesses. Uh, we don't get involved with cash advances for uh, for dispensaries. We don't get involved in startup capital, that type of thing. Uh, but as far as the real estate end goes, you know, we'll do everything from the original land acquisition. Uh, we will do construction loans to get things set up. As long as it's an experienced operator with existing operations elsewhere, as long as it's not a first time, first time grower, uh, we'll provide the startup cap, I'm not startup capital, but the construction capital, uh, for the greenhouses, for the indoor grow operations, uh, construction loans to build. Uh, dispensaries, although we found that most dispensaries, there aren't that many construction loans for, most dispensaries end up going into existing buildings that have just been repurposed uh, for that usage. So the vast majority of things that we do are are actually refinances from people who, you know, originally they brought in family, friends, you know, whoever it is to get their operations off the ground. They've been up and running for a while and, you know, they're paying higher you know, higher interest rates, you know, sometimes even in the, you know, in the mid to high teens, even into the 20s, you know, we can often cut their interest rate in half or even less of what they're paying now. So we do a lot of uh, existing dispensaries, a lot of existing indoor grow operations and the like. I've had the chance to interview a number of people uh, concerning the, the size and scale and the resources that have been needed to start some of these large scale facilities whether it's something that's being built from the ground up or repurposing. I've had some people on that have taken you know, beer facilities and re- reconstructed it all together to make it to, to make shift it into what they wanted to do for growing, for cultivation, distribution, the whole nine. And the same thing goes for new facilities being built and the opportunity zones where they can find them and the resources they might, where they might have to go and connect with the city to be able to get water, power, all the necessary things they need to go and work building an, uh, an unbuilt area. What can you tell me about that? Right. Part? That's right. You know, the, that's one thing that's obviously unique with 
the cannabis industry is that uh you know not only does every uh every country and every uh every state have its own regulations you can come down all the way down to the county and the city level and it's it's different almost everywhere you go you know some places are very very accommodating some are kind of gray area some are an absolute no no so it depends where you go uh we've gotten involved in a lot of projects um in down in the Coachella Valley uh, they're very pro cannabis down there. There are a lot of new grow operations going in down there, a lot of indoor grow operations. Uh, one that we financed last year with a large scale, there was, it was a fairly new building. Uh, they went in and spent a huge amount of money on interior infrastructure and uh, tenant improvements with some very uh, unique proprietary patented technology uh, that's going to increase their yields and their uh, their potency quite substantially, unfortunately. Uh, I've got a confidentiality agreement with those folks, so I'm not able to go into the exact technology, of course. But uh, suffice to say that there's some very, uh, some very smart people out there uh, getting involved in this area who have traditionally been in other, you know, other areas of agriculture, and they're taking their, uh, you know, their scientific know-how and uh, you know, bringing it into the cannabis field. So it's a pretty exciting time to be involved in it. So we're in this one particular project that I'm thinking of. We, uh, we finance the, uh, the acquisition of the land, the construction of the building, uh, the interior build out. We brought in another partner who financed some of the equipment for us. And, uh, so we do partner up with others when there's areas where we can't finance ourselves directly. We'll bring in other groups who are experts in, uh, you know, in the, in the lighting, the power, these types of things. What kind of level of oversight do you provide once the funding is in place? And how, how close do you stay? Uh, to the project itself as it's being initiated. Okay, sure. Be- it depends on the uh, depends on the type of project. Um, you know, if it's just a straight refinance of say an indoor grow operation or a dispensary, there's not a whole lot of oversight necessary um, or even really desired on the par- on the part of the borrower. Uh, they don't necessarily need us swimming in their soup, as it were, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they don't need us looking over their shoulder. Um, now, if it's a construction loan, obviously we're very actively involved all the way through. You know, we we go through the underwriting process. We will bring in a third-party uh, construction cost overview firm to review their costs. Uh, we vet the GC, make sure there's somebody who knows what they're doing, make sure they've done cannabis before. Um, and then we bring in our people just to kind of double-check it, uh, make sure the pricing is right, make sure the time scale is right. And, uh, you know, the folks out there that I'm talking to right now are folks who are in the business. They understand construction loans. Um, you know, we set it up on a normal, what's known as a real estate draw schedule. And it's just, it's exactly the same as it would be if somebody was building an apartment building or an office building. Whereas what we do is we will advance the funds to put in the foundation. You know, once that's done, we go out and do an inspect, make sure it looks good. Uh, then we move on to the next step to build the frame. Once the frame's up, we do an inspection, make sure that's good. And on and on, you do it through, you know, any number of draws. It can be, you know, projects can be as few as two or three draws. Uh, really, really large, complex projects can be, you know, 20 draws. So it, uh, it kind of runs the gamut. So like I said, the only deals that we stay involved with during the process, uh, long term are the construction deals, or even if there's an existing building and they're doing, uh, property improvements, expansions, tenant improvements, uh, you know, we'll stay involved there just to make sure everything gets done properly in a timely manner. And, uh, then once the project is up and running and, uh, you know, going on its own, we just get out of the way. I also want to ask you about on your website, cfgfunds.com, uh, the different property types that you're able to go ahead and build or reuse uh, or repurpose for facilities. 
using commercial office or multifamily apartment complexes, retail, medical, assist living, even using mobile home parks or industrial or just other just land. There's not the, really the sky's the limit on what you're able to use, what kind of property you could use to go ahead and build upon. Well, you know, it's only been in the last few years where it's uh, even been okay for, you know, even though we're not a bank, we're not under any federal regulations, uh, it's been difficult for uh, even private money lenders such as ourselves to get involved with cannabis. So it's only been recently that we felt comfortable enough to get involved with it and start, uh, you know, handling these types of loans. If you look at our website, uh, recently completed loans, you know, most of them are the standard property types, you know, building apartment buildings, real estate, uh, refinancing large portfolios of office buildings nationwide, land loans, construction loans, uh, you know, these types of things. So, you know, the cannabis is, you know, relatively new. We've been doing cannabis for about three years now. But uh, we found a couple of things about it. Number one, we found that there's a huge demand for it. I mean, there are so many folks out there looking for these types of loans, and they've only really got two options. You know, it's uh, raise the money from family or friends, uh, you know, do it themselves from profits, uh, you know, or go to somebody who's, you know, charging them 20 25%. And you can only do that for so long and stay in business. Um, you know, in the very, very beginning, if you need that kind of money for a construction loan, you know, that's fine to pay that until you're up and running, but, to, you know, to pay that for three or four years for a successful operating company doesn't make much sense. So, again, what we try to do is we try to fill that, we try to fill that gap. So, let's go ahead and talk to people about, once again, how they can go ahead and work with you and what are some of the requirements they should have for them to go ahead and work with you. Well, with cannabis and really with, you know, with almost all real estate loans, every, uh, every loan is its own, is its own individual world. Uh, you know, you have different folks in different situations financially, different amounts of experience. Uh, you know, their properties are in different sizes, configurations, conditions, purposes, and they're so different, uh, that, you know, if I was to try to distill it down, I would basically say what we're looking for is we're looking for folks who are experienced, who have, uh, you know, projects preferably, that are up and running, generating cash flow. However, we will do, you know, we will do new construction for folks who already have experience in the industry. The only thing that we try to stay away from is, you know, brand new construction for people who don't have any experience. You know, the, the, the loans are just a little too risky. And, you know, we did a couple of those in the beginning and, uh, you know, most of them ran into problems uh, one way or the other. And that's normal for any business. You know, the first time you start a restaurant, the first time you start, you know, anything, it's, it's tough. So there's only, there are only so many dollars to put out for these types of loans. So we try to be a little bit selective and, uh, you know, we try to, you know, work with folks who know what they're doing, have a little bit of experience, uh, people who have some liquidity, they've got some cash backup in the bank and, uh, you know, they know what they're doing. Well, it would be the same way that any bank would want to offer loan services. They need to go and there should be a list of requirements and there are some that are just risked and others. And, you want to have somebody that's going to be able to go ahead and really understand the risk involved and understand that they're going to be able to go and make the necessary means to make sure that if they're going to enter into this, that they'll be able to get the project done on time and it'll be something that they can definitely manage and they can work through and they can make it happen. That's what it comes down to. Yeah, again, exactly. Website is cfgfunds.com. Uh, Clay, once again, managing partner of Capital Funding Group. If you want to just give us some last thoughts real quick before we can wrap things up. You know, I think that's it. I would I would just encourage folks if they have any questions at all about whether their project is a good fit or what we do, what we can offer them, 
on the debt side, on the equity side or whatever, uh, just to give a quick phone call, uh, talk to Gavin. And, uh, you know, if he can't answer a question directly, he can get to me and I can jump on the phone with him. And, you know, I can usually tell somebody within five, the first five minutes of a phone call, um, approximately what we can and can't do to help them out. Uh, you know, approximately what the terms are going to look like. And it, it, it's amazing how quickly it usually comes together. Either it's a real quick no or it's a real quick yes. And uh, most of the deals that appear to be workable in the beginning, uh, you know, the vast majority of them end up being workable all the way through to the end. And real quickly, one more time, let's go and give out the phone number and an email for people to go and contact your team. Yeah, absolutely. They can reach uh, Gavin Mora, and his email address is cannabis at cfgfunds.com and his phone number is 408-661-5084. Clay, thanks for joining us here on the program and looking forward to our next episode. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.